Hi, welcome to the Dartarian Show. I'm Alexander Dartarian. And I'm Dominic Sykes. And we're doing Urban Legends West Virginia. Uh, we're going to focus on one in particular, though. Uh, probably one of the most famous urban legends mm-hmm. out of West Virginia. Uh, Mothman. Mothman. Yep. If anyone's ever seen the 2002 movie with Richard Gere, uh, I suggest it. It's really, really good. It's actually a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. And there's also books and everything else. Pretty much, if you want to find Mothman content, you're going to find Mothman content. Yeah. It's it's famous as crap. All right. No more famous anywhere in the world than in Point Pleasant. Yep. Uh, Let's get into the history that is Mothman. Let's do it. On November 15th, 1966, two young couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry, and Steve and Mary Mallette told police they saw a large gray creature whose eyes, quote, glowed red, end quote, when the car's headlights picked it up. They described it as a, quote, large flying man with a 10-foot wings span, like huge so wings. like the figure of a dude just with big wings and yeah, yeah. red mm-hmm. eyes. Yep. So he looked like a man, but had a 10-foot wingspan, like wings. Wow. Um, following their car while they were driving in the area outside the town known as the TNT area, the site of a former World War II munitions plant. So that's where they built. Like in World War II, they used uh, they tra- they did a lot of bombs, planes, and everything. There was pretty much the factories were all over the place. Right. So it, it's an abandoned munitions factory. Factory. Uh, during the next few days, other people reported similar sightings. Two volunteer firemen who saw it said it was a large bird with red eyes. Mm-hmm. Mason County S- S- Sheriff George Johnson commented that he believed the sightings were due to an unusual, unusually large heron. He termed a shite poke. A shite poke. Yep. So he thinks it's just a, a big crane like bird heron. Thing. Yeah, heron, a big ass heron. Yeah. Which I mean, their wingspan's like pretty what big. six or seven feet. Yeah, pretty big. So I mean, like I mean, if he's off in the distance, it could look longer or if he's closer. Eyes, um, light reflecting. I don't know if I light reflects think, off bird's think, eyes like they do. they do. Maybe owls, but I don't think. Well, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. But uh, I don't know. It's hard. I don't think it's a heron. I don't see a whole lot of birds at night besides owls. So yeah. I can't tell you definitively. Maybe some of our our science listeners can tell us if birds yeah. have reflective eyes. Yeah. What, what's a what's a bird scientist called? An anthropologist or no, anthropologist? Uh, I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, let's see, contractor Noel Noel Porch uh, told Johnson that when he aimed a flashlight at a creature in a nearby field, its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. Additionally, he blamed buzzing noises from his television set and the disappearance of his German Shepherd dog on the creature. Huh. Uh, wildlife biologist Robert L. Smith at West Virginia University told reporters that descriptions and sightings all fit the Sand Hill Crane, a large American crane almost as tall as a man with a seven-foot wingspan yeah, that's probably, featuring I, cycle, circles of reddish coloring around the eyes. Oh, so that's what they could be saying. Yeah, so that's what they could be saying. That's one theory of this. The bird may have wandered out of its migration route and therefore was unrecognized at first because it was not native to the region. Right. 
uh, due to the popularity of the Batman TV series at the time. The fictional superhero Batman and his rogues gallery were uh, prominently featured in the public eye. While the villain Killer Moth did not appear in the show, the comic book influence of both him and the Batman is believed to be have some influence on the Mothman. On the Mothman. Makes so Batman, obviously, huge staple of the time. Yeah. Came on every week, same Bat Channel, same Bat Time, you know, all that stuff. So, but he, the Mothman, or the Moth, uh, Killer Moth was not in the movies, but right. he was in the comic books. And right. if you ever read well, the comic books. Been, yeah, I yeah. See how that been so, I mean, yeah, definitely could have been, it, it, they could have put two and two together, but I, uh, when we get to the other sightings, I mean, we might, but, um, so that's where they think Mothman actually came from mm. was the TV show Batman. Right. Was influenced on it. Just used it when they actually saw a crane. Yeah. Um, a lot of sightings occurred around, uh, December of that year as well. And on December 15th, 1967, the collapse of the silver bridge, which resulted in the death of 46 people, and the incident gave rise to the legend that's connected to the Mothman sightings, to the bridge collapse. Yeah. He was sighted along. He was sighted over the bridge, right before, uh, right before a couple of days before, around the same times, and then it collapsed. Yeah. And it was not due to the Mothman, of course. It was due to uh, a damaged cable holding the bridge up because it was a suspension bridge, yeah. and it just collapsed. Right. Bridges collapse. Yeah, it happened. They just do. Um, uh, the Mothman Prophecies a, is a major motion picture loosely based on the 1975 book of the same name by John Keel. According to Georgian newspapers, um, Sovoblana Nira Gorsiela, Russian U- U- ufologists, claimed that the Mothman sightings in Moscow foreshadowed the 1999 Russian apartment bombings. In 2016, WCHS-TV published a photo purported to be the Mothman taken by an anonymous man while driving on Route 2 in Mason County. Science writer Sharon A. Hill proposed that the photo showed a bird, perhaps an owl, carrying a frog or a snake away and wrote that there is zero reason to suspect it is the Mothman as described in the legend. Hmm. There are too many far more reasonable explanations. Right. So, obviously, people see any kind of bird in the sky and yeah. that's unexplainable, that looks somewhat human, Mothman. Yeah. Or any kind of natural disaster, of course. Um, now, it's believed that uh, between 1966 to 1967, Mothman reports usually state that at least 100 people saw the Mothman with many more afraid to report their sightings. Hmm. But it even it even prompted the men in black, the fem- the infamous men in black, yeah. to come to Point Pleasant to see what was going on. So a lot of people think that Mothman's extraterrestrial. Yeah, because of the men in black being men there. Men in black being there. That's interesting. Uh, obviously, if you've ever seen the movie Mothman Prophecies, um, I think he's, what, a reporter? Is he a reporter? It's been a while since I can't that. remember. But anyways, he goes to this. Yeah, he comes to this town and like right up to the point where the the Mothman prophecies are happening and stuff. But I think he said they the movie said it in like in the eighties. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, and I think it wasn't called Point Pleasant in the movie, was I it? Remember. I don't remember. Or Mount, I think it was called like Mount Pleasant or something. I don't, know. I don't think they used the same name or anything yeah, like that. That could go both ways, though. The whole prophecy thing about it being a, a omen of something bad happening, you know? Yeah, there was also 55 sightings of the Mothman in Chicago during 2017. Or, 55 uh, sightings. Huh? 55 sightings in Chicago. So when well. he like migrated over there or... Um, I don't know because like a lot of it, when something bad happens, it's always reported. That's why they think that the Mothman is a harbinger of doom mm -hmm. or maybe a warning sign that right. something bad's about to happen. Yeah. Um, also he's been credited to, uh, a cryptid, a alien, a supernatural manifestation or a previously unknown species of animal. Uh, one of the theories that he may be a, um, uh, an, an indigenous person, uh, indigenous peoples, uh, one of their gods or whatever, their great spirits, mm -hmm. the giant bird. Mm -hmm. uh, I can't remember what they're called. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's a giant bird in indigenous peoples culture that it could be it, like maybe that it just lived. Uh, the Thunderbird? But, Maybe, I, I, but I don't think it's called the, th I think that's I like the, our translation of it. I, have, I, can't, I, can't, I can't, I'm not going to say what the name, yeah. if I, even if I found it, because I would butcher it because the, uh, I like, I'm always behind the, uh, unexplained or uh, undiscovered animal mm -hmm. theories when Absolutely. it comes to stuff like this. Cause but in, in my a, mind, there, there's a bird though. It's also, yeah. it's also been speculated that it is a barn owl. That's a big barn owl. <laughs> Yeah, a man-sized barn owl. I don't know. I, dude, I, there is a bird out there that is so big it could carry small children. Yeah, like and and, and freaking goats and sheep. It could pick up a whole sheep and yeah. carry it off to kill it. Mm. It is scary as hell. Yeah, knowing that something could, could just carry you off. Just swoop down, and grab you if it wants yeah. to. Yeah. Um. Well, it's never, none of the sightings are, are ever really, the people have, you know, gotten hurt or, or, or well, no, I, no, 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 I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking the about those. bridge collapse. No, I'm talking about the ones that seen them just on like the regular, you know, like, just like the people that were driving in their car and they happen to see them, you know, or whatever. In those cases, there's been, there's been incidences that where they have shot shot at it shot at it yeah so like i said when going all the way back to our skinwalker ranch episode when the man shot that wolf yeah he had red eyes or crystal blue eyes depending on the story mm -hmm. shot at it nothing happened yeah so do you think that there's something that's manifesting into the bird or the wolf like with the skinwalker ranch episode do you think there's something going on that's greater than us that's saying hey Maybe that wolf there being in Skinwalker Ranch was letting him know, like, there's some bad shit going down on this ranch. You need you need to grab your family and get out of here mm. because it's only going to get worse. Right. Or something's coming on. Or maybe that wolf was causing it or whatever. It was like a spirit or something. And then, like, with the Mothman, it's a harbinger of doom or maybe a warning. Like, if something natural does that. Because the, uh, there's been other natural disasters where they've spotted a Mothman-like creature. Yeah. What so they say, yeah. he's also been described as either a demon mm. or an angel. Yeah, I've heard I've heard it described yeah. as an angel before. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it depends on how you want. It. It's kind of like a glass half full or 
Absolutely. We don't know what it is. No one knows what it is. It could either be warning us of something to come, or it could be the cause of something coming. Yeah. We don't know. I mean, even if it's a cause, though, it's kind of warning you. Like, you see it, like, a whole week or something ahead. Or, like, it was, like, almost a year. That's the part that makes me think that it's more a warning than it is the cause of the uh, things. Because the the sightings happen a lot of the times, like, there's too many natural disasters for it to be just, like, coming out to warn us because wouldn't you wouldn't we see them all the More time frequently. Yeah, yeah we would see the if it was warning us or something i just think that it's just something we don't understand yeah we yet. don't understand yet but uh point pleasant hell holds a annual mothman festival and they've been doing so since 2002 something like that that or the like the the alien festivals they have in roswell and stuff like that i always wanted to go to those types of things yeah, absolutely. It'd be fun. And they have like a, they have a Mothman statue. Really? Yeah, right in the middle of City, city Square. I, I think that's really really cool. Uh, I I don't know. Like it's I, I always found it would it's fascinating when like people like they they what's my thing to say? They like take it and use it. You know, they don't let it hold them down. Yeah. They, like, they take it by the horns and be like, we're going to turn and make something out of this. Yeah. Um, tourism. <laughs> yeah, tour, literally tourism. I bet you that's, that town is uh, booming now. Booming, absolutely. Um, but and that's what a lot of these uh, places can, can credit their uh, successes on, too, is, is you know, uh, tourist attractions um in general you know whether that be like a landmark or a place like the grand canyon or something like that tourism just brings people in just being able to hear about that if you got something as big as the mothman you know yeah people are going to come check it out you know yeah absolutely i completely understand where uh where that's coming from because you've like trying to like i said roswell what like you said roswell the the alien ship crashed there, and I put that in quotes because yeah. we don't know if it happened or not. Right. But they took that, and they're like, "We're gonna make money because people are gonna come here anyways. Yeah, so why not capitalize on exactly. that?" That's what I meant. Capitalize. They yeah, took it and capitalized at it. Um. So let's let's. I know that uh, that didn't take up as much time as I thought it would talking about that, but. Uh, do you want to go into some maybe some some other stuff that West Virginia is known for? Yeah, go ahead. Um, let's see. Um, obviously, there's been there's obviously a lot of urban legends that come out of every state. Um, a lot of more believable than others, obviously. Yeah. Um, like I said, Mothman is probably the most well known mm. but we also have the Greenbrier ghost okay um, so how many ghosts do you know that have helped solve a homicide case none I don't think besides movies yeah no, <laughs> well none <laughs> well a li- uh, uh, Elva Zona Hester's ghost alleged ghost just did just did just that reportedly helping to solve the mystery of her own demise in 1897 oh, not only did she solve a murder she solved her own murder yeah almost reminds me of that, that movie kid. with patrick swayze 
Remember Go- Ghost? Ghost? No, Ghost. Yeah, Ghost. it's called Ghost. Yeah, he I solves his own murder. Uh, yeah, there was like there's a kid too um, that did that that was uh, supposedly reincarnated and led the people to the person that killed him. They even led him to where his body was in a previous life. Yeah, it's crazy. Nah, he found that body before that. <laughs> <laughs> How did he knew details that she shouldn't have known? Though it was weird. Then that just makes me suspect maybe his dad did it or grandpa did it. That was and his grandpa told him. It was a neighbor. Yeah, it was a neighbor. Then his neighbor told him. Like I've killed people before you and just told him about it. Why would you just tell stuff. a random kid that he killed somebody, another kid? Maybe Why would he you was do that? planning on killing him, so he didn't care. What? Yeah. No. Uh, Hester married uh, Aramis, striving is true, or shoe, in 1896. The next year, she mysteriously passed. Despite the local custom in Greenbrier County, West Virginia, of letting the ladies of the town clean and dress a woman's corpse. Shoe handled all of it mm. and behaved oddly at the funeral. Hester's mother, suspiciously, sus- suspicious and grieving, prayed to learn the name of the culprit. She began to have nightly visions of her daughter's ghost, explaining that she had been slain by her husband. Hester's mother took the information to the local prosecutor, who then ha- helped dig up the body through an autopsy, they learned that Hester had been attacked and strangled. Shu was later convicted of murder. Hmm. So that's interesting. They he, she solved so her Shu own handled murder. his own. That that was weird to get. Yeah, he was acting suspicious as shit. And been like, hey, no, this, this dude is a hundred percent the killer. I, obviously, I don't believe in ghosts, yeah. so I don't think that she really did. I think the mother she, she already knew, suspected, yeah, she very heavily suspected, and all she needed was the cops to. The, the prosecutor the, to yeah. be like, yeah, something's not up. Yeah, it's not adding up. Uh, that's cool though. Yeah, that is cool. It's a good story. It's definitely a good story. It'd be a really good movie. Uh, the Gray Flats Ghost. Hmm. While walking along the Gray Flats Trail near uh, Beckley, West Virginia, a group of friends encountered what can only be referred to as a shadow person. Hmm. The figure appeared to be completely black and wearing a long coat and a wide-brimmed hat. When the group encountered it, it rose up out of the view, out of the view in an unhuman way or inhuman way. Yeah. Um, one of the friends suddenly became sick to her stomach, and then the group fled in terror. Other local explorers say they used to be a farmhouse on the part of that trail, which might have something to do with the apparition. So that's it came in front of them and she got sick. Yeah. Sick with fear, probably. I guess. She felt like throwing up. I don't know. I guess that's a a common reaction. I I don't know. I don't think I've ever been so scared where I'm sick. I haven't either, but you never know. I don't know. I've been so startled. Like, I've like almost shit myself. (laughs) Yeah. Like, oh God, (laughs) like that. And you're just like, good thing I didn't have to poop or it would have been all over Uh, me. Uh, the Bower House of Winfield. Paranormal investigators who are local to Winfield, West Virginia, have many stories about the Bower House, built by Captain John Bower uh, around the year 1841. After Bower passed, the house sat empty for multiple generations. According to local lore, 
everyone who has been inside reports a general feeling of unease, and some people have even reported seeing a headless horseman from the Civil War era roaming the premises. Hmm. The house is featured on the TV show Haunted Collector, where the current owner has turned it into or said who has said he might turn it into a B and B, which has worked really well with the Lizzie Borden house. Capitalize on it. Yeah, absolutely. Capitalize. Dude, if you have anything bad happen to you, yeah. capitalize on that Try shit. Do a good thing. I know. Make a TikTok, man. You'll get some shitload of followers. Mm-hmm. The Flatwoods Monster. The Flatwoods Monster is an entity that haunts an area in Braxton County, West Virginia. Those who come into contact with it report supernatural encounters. It's known to roam the flat woods with its long, stringy arms and make everyone it comes in contact with sick as a dog. Wow. It first appeared in 1952 to a group of young boys out playing near the elementary school. Uh, they witnessed what looked like a bright light falling from the sky and quickly told their mother, who enlisted a young member of the National Guard, to accompany her and the boys to the site. Mm-hmm. The group had came into contact with the monster. The group then came in contact with the monster. It was taller than a man and had a shape, sh- spade-shaped head, metallic dress, and glowing eyes. Some of the group felt sick to their stomachs, experienced throat and nose swelling, and vomited for days after seeing the creature. That's weird. Yeah, extraterrestrial, obviously, because it fell from the sky. But yeah. Some people believe that the monster is an extraterrestrial, like yeah. you, Dom. Yeah. Others blame exposure to toxic chemicals like mustard gas for the illness, which it could have been. It could have been... A hallucination of mustard gas? Yeah, well, like it's 1952. It could have been... They hallucinated it? A Russian that landed, like, crashed into, like, a, maybe a nuclear-powered plan, plane, and they just got radiation poisoning. I don't know either. Like I said, I'm I'm trying to make I'm trying to think yeah. of rational explanations besides yeah. an alien. Yeah, alien. <laughs> the legend of Wizard Clip. According to legend, in seventeen ninety four a traveling stranger was boarding at a house in Middleway, West Virginia, when he became ill and asked for a Catholic priest to perform his last rites. The man who owned the boarding house, Adam Livingston, reported reportedly told the stranger that he was a Lutheran who did not like priests and that no Catholic churches were near the family home. The stranger passed without receiving his last rites, was buried on the property because he had no identifying papers with him, and began haunting the house. I would do. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, no, I'm I'm a Catholic, bitch. Like, I, I don't care. I'm not a religious person, but if someone asked me to coincide with their or like yeah. I, I don't know the word but to give them the last rites the they priest i would find a freaking priest because yeah. that's their last dying wish like it's ridiculous livingston and his family began to hear the sound of footsteps around the boarding house and would find their possessions with large half moons and other shapes clipped into them by invisible scissors huh. the family also suffered misfortunes livestock perished a fire started in the barn and burned it down money disappeared scared livingston finally sent for a catholic priest to cleanse the house oh wow what a dick i'm gonna wait yeah <laughs> i've already denied this guy his last rites but on he the, turns on to the a catholic that, priest on the count that we're lutheran here we don't want we don't want no catholic priests here 
So he he doesn't get his last rights, but goddamn, I'm tired of all these doors slamming and barns burning down and cattle getting killed and money getting stolen. So now I'm going to call a Catholic priest. Yep. God. The hauntings seemed to stop until a second priest came and determined that there were also de- there was also demon activity at work. Yeah. Through his prayers and rituals, the ordeal ended. Livingston dedicated this 38-acre property to the Catholic Church. <laughs> to this day, the Priestfield Pastoral Center sits upon the site. Wow, that's crazy. Dude, if I was this, I would haunt him uh, harder. Forever. I, I would I haunt the house at the harder. House either. I would have I would have followed his ass. Yeah. I would have haunted it harder. Like, bro, this all could have been avoided yep. if you just want to call the priest to begin with. <laughs> and then he dedicated it. I know. It's just a slap in the face. It's ridiculous. So now this ghost that came back to haunt the shit out of this guy. Unless he turned him Catholic. Unless he turned him Catholic. Like it was like a you know, like, like you yeah, like you don't believe in Catholicism, but right, well, I'm gonna go. convert you. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Like, but no, nah, I think he was just fucking pissed. Yeah. Uh screaming Jenny. After the Baltimore and Ohio Ohio Railroad was constructed in the early 1820s, a legion of poor people moved into a series of abandoned storage sheds situated near the tracks. One local legend tells the story of a woman named Jenny who caught fire one evening while eating dinner. In an attempt to put herself out, she ran towards the tracks and was hit by a passenger train. My God. I guess she didn't hear her stop, drop, and roll. <laughs> no. <laughs> she perished on impact and was buried in an unmarked grave. Oh to this God. very day, railroad engineers are said to see Jenny's burning body running onto the tracks on the anniversary of her demise, repeating her tragedy. She's, Death loop. Yeah. Poor, poor girl's just sitting there trying to eat her dinner and catches a spark. She's on fire. She's never been taught to stop, drop, and roll. She's running for her life trying to find a water source. Which never made sense to me Whap. because we have been around fire for thousands of years. Yeah. You would think we would know how to put ourselves out. You think would be re- that would be the one thing we're really, really good yeah, at is putting out fires. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The white things. Sometimes called sheep squatch. The, the white things are a breed of cryptid that is said to roam the hills of West Virginia. This animal-like beast is known by many names, including white devils or devil dogs. Lore says the cre- these creatures are a death omen and can resemble anything, everything from bears to cows. The creatures are allegedly very fast and described by Rosemary Ann Gilly as having too many legs. Yeah. All right, I have one more, and then we'll go ahead and finish this episode up. Huntington's Disappearing Woman. You don't have to look far to find urban legends about disappearing hitchhikers and women in white who walk along the rural roads of America. As we've said numerous times in this podcast, everyone has a woman in white. But Huntington, West Virginia has had its own version of this tale since at least the 1940s. Sometimes called the Ghost of Fifth Street, most versions tell the bride-to-be who was tragically slain before her wedding and appears to drivers sobbing in a white skirt and asking for a ride. Mm. Another woman in white. Yep, woman in white. So those were urban legends of West Virginia. 
Um, There's some very interesting things besides just the Mothman itself is is pretty fascinating. But you, yeah, West Virginia had a lot of good urban legends. Some cryptids in there too. Yeah, cryptids. We, I love cryptids. I obviously believe in them. Yeah. The one thing I do believe (laughs) is cryptids. I don't know anything with the name of a sheep. uh, Sheep squatch. Squatch. I'm gonna stay away from. Uh, Also, there is a lot of. Bigfoot sightings as well in yeah. West Virginia. Oh, yeah. Just because there's like lots of woods, lots and lots and lots of forest. Um, probably one of, I, I wouldn't say the biggest state for forests, but that's like 80% of it is like national forest. <laughs> so, uh, what did you guys think of those urban legends? Did you have any of them that you think? Did you have any experience with Mothman? That's what I want to know. Did, yeah. you, did you guys have any experiences with Mothman, oh, yes, Mothman. or any of these other urban legends? Uh, let us know in the, in the link below in the description. And we will see you next episode for something that we're going to try something different. Uh, something I wanted to bring next season, but obviously we couldn't do it because Trooper Cobra was supposed to be next week. Right. And our next episode, and it wasn't because we put it with Skinwalkers yeah. last week. So we're going to do something in the unsolved aspect. Cool. So uh, we've been wanting to do this series for a while and just haven't found the right place for it. Mm-hmm. But next episode will be the right place for it. So we'll start it out and hope you guys enjoy it. And again, we'll continue these urban legends. I love them so much and everything else. But Thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next episode for our first in our series of Unsolved. Thanks for listening.